2: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: So this is the besotted pride of West London podcast. We are, this is well, it's it's evening time and we're all very happy. Lots of people smiling as we have just beaten West Brom. 1-0 One 0 at Griffin Park. We weren't there. We we're all in our different zones all around London watching this game. But there's lots of smiling bees happening all over the place. I'm smiling. My name's Billy Grant here. Post match podcasts are still running live and direct. I'm in North London and I'm going down to Ashbaker. how yeah. you doing?
4: We've um we've got we're all socially distanced. We've uh, we've got seven or eight people here. Um, I think six. We're, uh, six. Sorry, sorry, six. Sorry, sorry, five. Five, five. people. Um, yeah, we're we'll in guidelines five people here and um, yeah so we're just basking in like six
3: out of six points it's absolutely brilliant so uh, loving the six out of six points listen you've got the Dutchman there Sid Dutchman just give us a vibe on that game because to be fair I thought we kind of conducted ourselves from the beginning to the end and we had it West Brom pretty much in our pockets the whole game yeah grieving, Billy. I Billy. I thought we were good actually I thought we were solid throughout I didn't think we they, they, they're a good team and they had lots of the ball but they didn't really have much of a uh, direct looking I thought our defence was superb Um, I thought Pinnock stood out really, I thought he was immense Rico was good as well Pontus quietly organising Henrik doing what Henrik does I thought the back four as a unit was I thought it was a really, really good performance Um, I'm very excited now Excellent. Okay, so the excitement.
5: Ash Vegas as well. You've got a few more characters down there. But well, then we've got to the Allard. The Allard's gonna come
4: forward now.
5: I thought we were good tonight. I thought um, I don't I don't remember us beating um West Brom in the league. In fact, I don't think we've beaten them for many, many, many years in the league, maybe a cup game here or there. And um, tonight I thought, you know, it was one of those games where I think for the last, what we played with them three times in the last couple of years, and in every game I think West Brom are kind of had the edge, but tonight I thought we controlled it really. Um, they What did they do? They hit, they hit the bar and that was about it for the night. Um, I, you know, I know they had the ball a bit here and there and probably possession was about equal, but overall I just think, you know, tonight was the best we played against them and I can only see us moving forwards now. I mean, listen. I've got West Brom chums, buddies out
3: there, they've been throwing names at me, like Diengana, you know, Pereira, you know, obviously we know about Sawyers, you know, and those are sort of names that are sort of a little bit of fear as well, you know, It'd not be funny, these aren't these aren't these aren't chumps. These are players, you know, high quality players with decent money. Pereira's just signed for them to nine million pounds as well. You know, there's a the battle, you know, whether or not, you know, Pereira's the best sort of kind of right winger in the country. I think he got he got named in the in the in the championship team of the season. You know, I actually picked Boomer. Because I thought Buma was the main man, but everyone said no. Pierre is the man,
5: but out there with the pitch, there he definitely yeah, there's no looked the I mean, best. Rico, didn't he? Rico was great tonight, wasn't he? Pinnock was absolutely outstanding tonight. And um, you know, in a game where your sort of defensive players control the game, then that that's, that's got to be a good thing moving forwards. Um, I I think we generally look like you know top. You know, we, we look like contenders tonight. We really did look like contenders.
6: What a Friday night, Simon. And like massive to see us look like solid, solid contenders, right? Up there playing
3: with West Brom, no question. Listen, every part of London, we were talking about the contention factor of Brentford, like, you know, and the fact is that we were looking contenders in this game. I mean, I had a little bit of tete-a-tete again with one of my chums, West Brom chums, and he was like, ha ha, you're still going to finish third. You'll be the top team in the playoffs, you know, see you again in the championship next year. But I don't know if that was a little bit of bravado on his front because he thought, when I spoke to him in January, he said, there's absolutely no way you're going to catch up. We're We're too far ahead now. It's only... Five points now, plus obviously we've got that goal difference as well. All it needs to do is it needs to go horribly wrong with one more match for West Brom, and we keep on chugging away. And all it's going to be, they're going to be serious and looking after their shoulders, aren't they?
6: There's only one team in this league at the moment that's looking as, as good as us, right? And it, it, it's us. So that was logical. Um, <laughs> but, but like, like, literally, no, no one is looking as good as us. There you go, punchy. Um, but I mean, like we looked. Our, our defence was strong. We looked great going forwards. We looked decisive. Our passing was slick. We looked confident. We held our shape well. I don't think we've got anything to be
3: scared of uh, again all those things that you said right I mean Ollie Watkins when he came off and it's interest and they were saying that you know he actually feels that he benefited from the three month break and we've talked about this a lot on the Pride of West London podcast if you check it out check out the podcast we did on Q Green as well last Wednesday it's an excellent podcast we talked about lots of other things including the Black Lives Matter issue with Ollie Watkins as well when he had to come out and defend the reason why the players went down on the knee but that's a separate issue now because we're talking about some other positive things because he got, he got a little bit of grief from some of the fans you see but this is a positive moment now we're going to talk about this you know the victory here now but we've been chatting about lots of this stuff on the pride of west London podcast, and we know we're, we're very very close um, now and we know we know exactly what we need to do we've got we've actually got nothing to lose Brentford as a team have got nothing to lose all the other teams Leeds United and West Brom have got everything to lose my Leeds United friend, um, friend messaged me tonight said I am absolutely shitting myself that's what he said for tomorrow, right? They're playing Fulham, right? And I'm thinking, we weren't, we weren't nervous when we played Fulham because we just had to do what we had to do. But they, they're absolutely, because they know that if they lose, they're in all sorts of problems. Fulham, if they beat Leeds, it's great, but then they've got to beat everybody else as well. They've got everyone to play in the, in the, in the top 10. so They haven't got one task to so do, they've got no's. Whereas us, we've got nothing to lose. So I'm going to ask you, Katie, because you were there when we sat two days before the Fulham match in a pub just down the road from Fulham with a Fulham fan we brought him beers and everything like that we had a good laugh and we were going to go in that Fulham match and it didn't happen but now you have the opportunity to see Fulham again tomorrow playing Leeds United who are you going to invert commas support it's
6: going to hurt but I'm going to support Fulham oh got got to take got to take points off the top two got to take points off the top two for me
3: so you're so you're now thinking that it's not even Leeds. it's not only just West Brom you're thinking that Leeds could be the falterers as well well Leeds have got form when it comes to like choking so falling apart even yeah let's all let's all encourage that okay let's encourage that <laughs> <laughs> listen we're gonna come up to the North London zone here I've got Darren in the house Darren
7: Hello, good to hear from everybody and what a victory. I mean, uh, listen, can we just remind ourselves, we've just beaten the top team in the division and we've done a properly professional job on them, like we did against Fulham. I was slightly um, worried by, you know, Jensen being injured in the warm-up and thinking, right, OK, we've probably set up with a game plan in mind, but no, you know, Brian Reemers got his reams of paper out, didn't one see that in the sky, um, you know when he sent a camo one. Here you go, mate. You do that and you do that and you do a job. Everyone knew exactly what their job was tonight. Uh, Pinnock, it's been said, was immense. Rico Henry, left back, left winger. What? Well, I mean, he, he was just—he was brilliant. He was absolutely unstoppable and uh, immense. And um, I have to say, you know, it's—it's it's looking really, really positive. The—the um, the whole sort of um, one game at a time. I totally get it. And, and we've—we've done—we've done Fulham. We've done. Um, you know, we've done West Brom tonight. We've got three games coming up. I don't want to count chickens, you know, feet firmly on the ground up here in Barnet Whetstone territory. But we have got an amazing chance of putting the pressure on these top two, I have to say. I'd go for a draw tomorrow, by the way. Uh, I think we want uh, both teams to drop points. We don't want Fulham to get a sneaky little advantage and uh, push us because it's all to play for. It's totally, you know, uh, something that we can all get really excited
3: about, guys. We're going to go to the West Country now. The Liberal Nick is in the house, and as we all know, Liberal Nick didn't watch the game because he he spent you know he spent the last sort of three months professing that he's not going to watch any football without fans on the television. You know he's going to be sort of kind of you know listening to it by Morse code or something like that. You know down in the West Country. So how is the Morse code Liberal Nick?
8: But thank you for uh, putting together the tins and the piece of string. Uh, Bill worked a treat, absolute work to treat. So I heard the goals and I could hear the cheers from Griffin Park r- uh, running around. What a fantastic result tonight. It has been a brilliant Friday night. Um, two things I would say. One, people have mentioned Pinnock, absolutely immense. But two, I think we ought to give credit as well to the backroom staff at Griffin Park because from what I could see through my tin cans... Griffin Park looked magnificent. Yeah, it would have been great to be there, but actually, in a, in, it was of all the stadiums that I managed to see where which have had no crowds in, the flags, the, the uh, people's photographs, the way that the, the ground had been done up made it look picture-perfect for television, and you almost, almost didn't regret not being there. Of course, I wish we had been there, because, boy, we would have been drinking long into the night to celebrate that victory.
3: It's interesting. I mean, we were chatting about that as well. The Liberal, we were saying that our stadium sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, probably was like set itself up a little bit more for a game like this, and for a game with no fans on TV. it's Not that we don't get any fans. It's just that because it's a much smaller stadium, and they're able to deck it out a lot more. I mean, if you saw like the Fulham Stadium, it looked really quite bare, and if you look at all the other stadiums like Liverpool and all these other, you know, Manchester City when they're actually showing them on the TV, it really does look like a proper training ground. But for this, you know, it's interesting. There was actually less crowd, crowd noise in this game than there has been for for other games but on the same um, level you know the way it was sort of decked out it actually kind of just felt and looked really kind of compact and tight didn't you think there was lots of crowd
8: noise down here I tell you I scared a few sheep when we Oli scored that goal but it was yeah as you say the ground looked really good I mean almost it looked like there was a load of colored seats in place which made us look like we'd had a real crowd in the ground it was fantastic absolutely fantastic
3: Listen, going over. To... Always
4: acting down as a sheep warrior. <laughs>
3: right, that's right. We got the Robin Hood in the house. The Robin Hood, you know, you were sat with us in Q Green on Wednesday night as well, and you're sitting in your own West London Manor at the moment now. Did you enjoy that?
0: Oh, what was what was there not to enjoy? I thought um, it, the, the the first five minutes really hit me seeing Griffin. But I'm, I'm going to touch on Liberal next point of like being being. Seeing Griffin Park and um, without any proper fans in really sort of made me want to be there and want to be there even more. But I think um, I, I maintain that Griffin Park is still an intimidating ground to go to, regardless of whether or not there are any fans, just because of the fact that it's very compact. As you say, it's quite claustrophobic. Fans are close to the pitch or. The the, the stands are quite close to the pitch But I I really enjoyed watching that game I think it was a thoroughly professional performance Um, We've already mentioned Pinnock I thought he was absolutely outstanding I don't think I've ever seen a centre-back dominate um, A very, very talented attack like Pinnock has done Today, I thought it was a really, really fantastic performance. Um, yeah, the, the, the one thing I thought was, OK, Sawyer's coming back to Griffin Park. I'm going to miss seeing him play, and I'm going to miss being there to watch the, watch the actual game. But no, it was it was a, it was a cracking result, cracking performance. Thorough professional. I think Les Brom had to resort to sort of trying to buy fouls off the referee and had to try to sort of manipulate the game in their favour, which I think is a complete compliment to us in the way in which we went about our business. Yeah, fantastic result. Really enjoyed it.
4: Enjoyments. Yes, Phillip, um, back to the Al Vega. Steve, Steve's got a few words to uh, to, to interject here. Yes, yeah,
9: Steve, what are you saying? I'm going to talk rubbish, really, because <laughs> how good is Sam Saunders look tonight? He was wonderful, <laughs> wasn't he? <That's laughs> nice right, Sam. Myself. Sam, he Sam Saunders, be like best looking bloke at Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, Not from you, Steve. Man, you know, you know, bring <laughs> later, yeah, but um. <laughs> No, it was fantastic. I mean, beyond our dreams. If we if we'd have lost these two games, we'd have been struggling for playoffs. We think, oh my God, we've we've gone backwards. But now, there's so much confidence in the team. Even if we don't achieve automatic, there's so much belief. We can beat anybody. We we this is the first time ever. That we feel we, we can do it. I think the beliefs, not just with us, I mean, we, you know, we're fans, the, the players, are the ones who believe that they can beat anybody. And that's the most important thing. I mean, you know, we bought the two guys from Oxford and like thinking, well, they're okay, Oxford play. But they both stood up. They have both done what they needed to do and they've gone straight into that team and, and fitted in. So fair play. I, I just, wow, I, I just. There's not many weak links in the team now, really, is there, you know? I mean, years ago, you watched Brentford, you go like, oh my God, they're not bringing him on, are they? Anyway. You know, but now, you, you, you just, well, unbelievable. I mean, West Brom today, if you look at all their players, there's not many players there who you had never heard of. I mean, they all played Premier Football, they've all played for great teams. But we weren't overawed. We outplayed them. We played really well. We knew their game. I, I, you know... I know it's always square, scary when you're 1-0 because there's a score, but it's, it's not they didn't put us under that much pressure, Went it's corners or corners or free kicks or free kicks, which have been other games. In the last 15 minutes, I think we just outplayed them. So, come on you bees. And if you, again, if you, if you check out, if you're really into your stats, you check out the SPI index, which is an index of
3: how good teams are in the leagues as well. Leeds United are out there as the number one in our league, but we've actually always been number two. For the last about four months, we've been, four months, we haven't played for three months, but since January, we've actually been the second best team. And that's why Brentford have, we're always confident that we can catch West Brom up because we had that little dodgy period where Pontus was out. We thought we'd missed that but to be fair the break that we've had for three months has actually made us kind of come back and sort of kind of reassemble and we're now back in the frame and i think that you know we are way ahead of west brom as in you know from the in the stats world as a team in itself and i think that the staff are actually calling that if we did what we do we would actually get a result today so we got we got the result and i think that they're not too surprised and someone has said to me on stage we said you know said, how are we going to do and they said listen we'll do all right it's not how we do It's about how all the other teams do. Because at the end of the day, West Brom, they go on a run. We can't do anything about it. If Fulham go off on a run, they can't do anything about it. But if they falter and we beat them, then it's all game on. And what's happened in these first two games, we've beaten them both. They're faltering. And now they're starting to look over their shoulder. And that's when the psychology comes into play. Listen, did you
2: enjoy that? I did. I did. It was a great performance by Brentford and... uh...
7: Yeah, look forward to future games yes. but I think we can't uh, we shouldn't underestimate the upcoming opponents yeah,
3: we'll That's continue, That's continue to fight you're going to continue to fight listen down at Ash Vegas Laney what else is going on down your zone
4: mate no it's. It, I, I, I'm not going to put a dampener on it but I, I, I did think we got away with quite a bit tonight I think so I think you know I think it was quite scrappy at stages I think I think we took the lead when, when we weren't playing particularly well um, I, I thought West Brom really weren't that good um, if, if i'm honest with you um they 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 look like they're just trying to tick off the fixtures if i if i'm honest with you um which helps us you know we we're we're we're, we're proper in real reeling mode you know um but thomas frank his post-match uh, conference tonight he, he, he kind of sums it up really you know it, it's it's a brilliant restart but it counts for nothing if we go to uh, to reading on on tuesday and, and we and we get nothing out of that. We, we we have to we have to get. I think we probably have to win the first four games. We we've knocked we've knocked a chunk out of that 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 lead out of the out of the leads in West Brom in two games. You know, um, and you know we've got we've got seven more matches to go to, to, to do. It's, it's possible. It really is possible now. But we we have, we can't we can't underestimate by we have to go to the Majeski and, and, and win, and we have to hope that the result goes our way. Whatever, whatever permutations of the uh, the Leeds Fulham uh, game is, um, we have to hope it works for us. It's probably a draw, isn't it? Um, so, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought there was a lot of positives tonight. Um, I thought West Brom were really average. Um, I thought we spluttered, but when we look good, we look really good. And the goal, the goal was just a. A beautiful bit of play so you know yeah of
3: course six out of six absolutely buzzing on a Friday night come on you come guys. on Coming, so listen, this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We've just beaten West Brom. We've beaten Fulham last week. We're going to get into Reading on Tuesday. So it's going to be our first iPlayer game, which will be very, very interesting, that one. But other than that, we're very, very happy again this weekend. We're going to relax watching Fulham versus Leeds tomorrow. And fingers crossed who you want. Leeds, you want Fulham. That's it doesn't really matter. We just need to do what we're going to do. But all around London, North London, West London, East London, North London, South London, as we say...
2: Come on,
1: Peace. Peace.
6: Peace.
2: the Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.